Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Murph's Moments. David Murphy rocking with you without my co-host Heath, but um, he's not joining me because he is unavailable, which he is unavailable, but um, because he doesn't know a whole lot about this subject that I'm about to talk about, um, and particularly... Uh, you know, Diamondbacks baseball is what it is. Um, he is a baseball fan. We'll go ahead and plug him on that. He likes baseball, uh, Atlanta Braves. So, give you guys some um, background on my co-host Heath. Um, but uh, just not enough on this subject. So, I am solo today. Um, and that is as I spoiled um, the topic, and that is Diamondbacks baseball. It's been a long time since I recorded and uh, talked anything about Diamondbacks baseball, and it's been um, about three weeks since I recorded and talked about anything at all. Um, so the majority of this, like I said, is going to be Diamondbacks baseball. Um, and the main reason why I haven't talked about them, they haven't really been all that good. As the last podcast that I recorded, just kind of giving an update, um, they just haven't been all that good. But of late, um, of the last month or so, um, they have been better. Um, probably hovering around 500 for uh, the last uh, month. Um, unfortunately well under that um, for the season in fact uh, they are 41 and 81 um, that is a uh, three or well I'll say 0.336 winning percentage 37 and a half games back behind uh, San Francisco they are um, San Francisco is the is the leaders at 78 and 43 of the West Division. Uh, followed closely um, with the Dodgers, who are um, two and a half behind them, um, and then uh, San Diego 12 behind uh, San Francisco, uh, Colorado 23, and then um, again uh, Diamondbacks 37 and a half. Um, they have had a, they are 27 and 36 at home, 14 and 45 on the road, um, a negative 166 uh, uh, differential, which I mean, there, there's some statistical things in there, so if you understand that, I don't have the uh, head knowledge to explain it, but it's you know, basically, um, as far as your points allowed, points scored, or runs scored, runs allowed, um, they are 510 runs, uh, scored, 476 runs allowed, um, and just, just kind of the difference in there and whatnot, so that is kind of what it is, um, but, uh, um, they are on, now the positive, they are on a, uh, winning streak, um, the homestand, has been kind to them. Um, they've won three in a row, um, including sweeping the uh, um, Phillies 
who've actually over the last several years have played very well. Diamondbacks have played very well against the Phils. Um, they are six and four out of the last ten. Um, and then again to finish out some of the stats, I know I said positive, but zero point zero percent chance of uh, playoff appearance. Um, but anyway, as was weird, looking at this while I'm looking at it. The Dodgers have a 100% chance, who is in second place, but San Francisco has is, is given a 99.9% chance of playoff appearance. Um, San Diego, 41.6, and then, of course, Colorado and Arizona, 0.0. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, the Dodgers, um, of course, won it all last season, uh, are 100%, even though they're in second place right now behind San Francisco at 99.9 did think that was uh, interesting. Um, but anyway, like I said, more positive um, with the sweep of uh, the um, Phillies first is what I'll talk about. And then the main topic, um, we have a no-hitter that, that I'll kind of wrap things up. So just kind of give you a um, breakdown of uh, what's to, to come. Um, but, uh, the Dimex, like I said, did sweep, um, the, uh, Phillies. Um, it makes, I want to say two series, uh, back to back that they've won. Um, the Padres, they took, uh, two, um, or they took three of, let's see. No. Oh yeah. Three of four. Excuse me. I was missing one. Three or four from the Padres, and then slept, slept the Phils. Um, but uh, game one against the Phillies, uh, it was a 3-2. to two. Uh, It was Tuesday night. <clears throat> um, a 3-2 to two victory um, with uh, um, uh, what's he? Aguilar is kind of a new um Newer rookie um, reliever, actually, he, he got the win, um, and then uh, Tyler Clipper got the save. But uh, some um, late offense by uh, Josh Rojas and Van Meter. Um, and the young guys, young guys are killing it. The only reason why the Dimebacks are really any kind of relevance in, in as far as the win column goes. Um, the young guys that um, they've brought up over the last couple months, some of them they've had all season is, uh, I guess they're finally finding their role after the trade deadline of, of uh, getting rid of some of the veterans that uh, were traded away um, and not getting much for them. That's just how, you know, when you're a bad team, doesn't matter if they're good players or not, <laughs> bad teams do not get good uh, good return on their their uh, um, trades. Um, I, I don't have everything in front of me to recall any of the trade deadline, but um, just, you know, I guess a little bit more bad news sprinkling in with, like I said, what I'm talking about, the good. But anyway... Um, uh, in the third, it was, uh, Harper with the home run, and that was, uh, 
the only run that was scored until the fifth, bottom of the fifth, uh, Rojas uh, doubled to uh, center, and uh, Dalton Varsho scored, tying the game. Um, bottom of the sixth, next uh, inning, uh, Josh Van Meter, Josh Van Double, as he's been called, uh, homer to right. This is not a double, you know, but it would been kind of cool if that was a double right there. But anyway, homer to right, <laughs> and uh, he and um, Christian Walker score. Um, making it 1-3 in favor of the Diamondbacks. Um, and then um, the only run that uh, was scored in the ninth um, that kind of gave us a little bit of a scare was a wild pitch that Tyler Lippert had thrown and um, Miller had scored. Um, but uh, he gets the save in the end, winning 2-3. to three. Um, For... As far as the um, um, pitching, as Taylor Widener, he was coming back off of injury um, and went five five solid innings, uh, only giving up the one run um, and uh, two hits, uh, one uh, earned run, three walks, and five strikeouts. Um, and... Uh, he has a uh, 4.59 ERA. Again, uh, Aguilar uh, gets the uh, win, um, um, <clears throat> mainly because of the offense that was scored uh, when he came in the game. But he uh, pitched uh, one and a third innings, um, and then uh, um, Weddlekin, uh young man, I don't know a whole lot about um i say a young man i'm just shooting in the dark here a lot of guys that been playing have been young young guys so um but uh he uh pitched the remainder of that inning uh getting his two outs <clears throat> that uh um when aguilar was taken out and then uh, taylor clark uh one inning and then uh Clippard, he uh, wrapped up um, and uh, only got uh, one hit, one run um, off the off the wild pitch, uh, one walk and one strikeout is how he ended his uh, his night. So that was uh, game one. Um, very crucial games uh, for the Phillies to to win. Um, before I go any further, I should have mentioned it. Um, but they are four games. Now they're four games. When the series has started, I think there were only um, two games. No, one game behind uh, Atlanta. Um, so they're, they're trying to, you know, keep their lead over uh, the Mets, who's just one game behind them, uh, and trying to catch the Braves. Um so if you're a Braves fan listening to this, you know, you Diamondbacks, all they're playing for right now is the spoiler role. You know, just trying to spoil uh, other teams' uh, potential playoff appearances. And, and uh, if Phillies don't play any better, they might not. You know, might get a wild card. Who knows? But um, to ensure that you're in it, you lead your division. And, well, that's what Atlanta is doing right now. So, um, it's very crucial in, in to, to, you know, Phillies to get a win 
over the worst team in in MLB. Um, well, I think that actually since they're they're winning of late is actually um, gonna be they are the second worst team. Baltimore is uh, the first worst uh, with a record of 38 and 82. So, um, trying uh, to turn things around are these D-backs and Mike Hazen. And I know I'm jumping all over the place, but as I'm speaking, you guys know. You've been listening long enough. Those that do listen, you've been listening long enough to know that I go on tangents. But as I'm thinking about anything, boom, it comes to me. That's how it goes. But Mike Hazen was on with uh, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports. I am legally obligated to mention them in every podcast. That is a joke. Um, uh, again, those that listen, you know that that's I do that often. But was on with Doug and Wolf as uh, the front office focus uh, every Wednesday, whether it be Mike Hazen um, and uh, Mike Fitzgerald or... Um, I can't remember who else, but, uh, um, anyway, every Wednesday, one of those, one of the three gentlemen, uh, come on Doug Wolf and kind of have a little, um, interview there and, and do their thing. Um, Amiel Sade, Amiel Sade, that's the third gentleman. Anyway, it was Mike Hayes and Cern, and he was on, and they were asked, uh, he asked, uh, if he looks at the standings, and he said, well, you know, uh, I do, uh, I have lately, um, and if you're asking about, you know, between us and Baltimore, or maybe, you know, draft selection and and first round, you know, pick, uh, though the first round pick is great, that's never any team's goal, it's not our goal, um, I know we are not playing very well right now, but that is, that is not the goal, and, uh, um, you know, just kind of answer that question very definitively, and, and so I like that. I mean, somebody would say, "Well, tank, get the first. You know, no, no, don't. You know, the draft is not is not guaranteed. You know, that's how you build your team, and if you got scouts that do their job, you know, then um, then you're gonna find a good player. But you don't, you know, like Herm Edwards, uh, you know, famous philosopher of uh, football, and I again say that jokingly, as you can probably hear my voice. Uh, but said you play to win the game. You know, I, you don't play to lose. You play to win the game. And I know the Diamondbacks, if I'm, as I mentioned, is, has done a lot of losing, and you know, uh, fighting, you know, playing for, uh, you know, a draft pick or whatever is all they have to play for right now, or, or and development of young talent, but. Uh, you know that there's you don't you don't play to lose and I, if I uh, I'd have a hard time being a fan of any team if I find out that that's what they were doing um, I know they probably wouldn't admit it but you know uh, you get the point but uh, anyway that's game one a three to two uh, win by the Diamondbacks uh, game two uh, they go ahead and win it uh, four to two, um, and uh, uh, young young uh, pitch 
pitcher um, coming out of the uh, minor league. Uh, uh, had a good night. Um, Cassianos, uh, he uh, leads the Young Bucks to a 4 2 win. Um, he uh, he gets the win. He's 1 and 1 on the season. Um, and then uh, Tyler Clipper gets another save. Um, and that's uh, 4 for him. Um, but uh, top of the first, Herrera scored on a pass ball. And then um, after that, there wasn't a score um, by uh, anybody, and it was Herrera again in the top of the eighth. Um, the only two runs that the uh, Phillies get, uh, it was solid pitching for from there on out. But uh, bottom of the third, Ahmed scored on a uh, wild pitch, one-to-one. Castellanos uh, single to center, the pitcher helping himself out while Walker scored, and uh, Drew Ellis to third. Um, bottom of the fifth, Carson Kelly single to left, Marte scored, uh, Kelly to second, uh, Cabrera, um, uh, Cabrera to second, um, safe at uh, third on a throwing error. So he advanced to third. Kelly got to second after Cabrera got to third on a throwing error. It was just kind of better to explain um, by uh, uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, and then at that point, it is one to three. Uh, then Christian Walker singles to right. Haven Smith scores. It's one to four. And then again, as I said, Herrera, uh, Homer to right. Um, making the score two to four. Um, and uh, with um, Caleb Smith um, went uh, two, um, two and two thirds, um, playing great um, out of the relief role. He was uh, starting for the Diamondbacks um, earlier in the season and was uh, not very good at it. <laughs> um, but ever since he's been put in the bullpen, he's played well. Uh, two and two-thirds innings um, after uh, Castellanos, uh, five and, and uh, a third inning with uh, three hits, one run, one uh, uh, two walks, a strikeout. Um, Smith with the uh, one hit, one run, um, one walk, two strikeouts, and the one run was a home run. Um, 5.12 uh, ERA. Clippard comes in, he throws his one inning. Um, no, uh, only one walk, one strikeout, and uh, no, no runs. Um, and uh, 2.45 ERA for. Tyler Clipper says come in and as as the closer and the uh, for save opportunities has done well in that role. Um, uh, but uh, been been great, like I said, four to two was that score. And then for the sweep, um, Mad Bum on the on the mound uh, pitched a solid. Uh, game um, all the way 
in the eighth, I do believe um, I wasn't able to watch all of this uh, this game, um, but uh, he he played very very well um, and uh, improved his record seven and seven on the on the season. Um, it, no uh, score until the fourth. And it was Walker who singled to right, and David Peralta scores. Um, we jump down to the bottom of the seventh. Uh, Nick Ahmed doubles to the left. Drillis and uh, Christian Walker scoring, making it three to nothing. Bumgarner he singles to the left, and uh, Nick Ahmed scored, helped himself out there. Um, and now it's four to nothing in the seventh. Um, we continue in the seventh. Uh, Josh Van Double. Uh, Van Meter doubled to uh, right. Rojas scored and uh, Bumgarner scored. So um, put up uh, six runs in uh, or five runs in the uh, seventh. Um, six nothing now. Um, jump down to the top of the eighth. Gene Segura grounded in a feeder's choice to. Uh, Nick Ahmed at short. Um, uh, Torres uh, scored. Herrera out at second. Williams to third. That's uh, one to uh, six. And then the ninth, uh, Torres uh, single to left center. Miller scored. And uh, Didi Gregorius to second, um, making it two to six in favor of the Snakes. As far as um, pitching goes, um, Bumgarner, like I said, eight innings pitch, three hits, one run, um, one walk, five strikeouts, uh, 4.06 ERA. Ta- Taylor Clark come in um, to close it out, his one inning, four hits, uh, one run, um, and uh, two strikeouts. Uh, he is a uh, Four point three eight on the on the season. Um, so great outing by Mad Bum. Some of the Mad Bum that we had expected to see um, over since the acquisition, um, but uh, hadn't been seen. And uh, it's good to see him now. And it'll either help the Diamondbacks one of two ways. Either way will be help either it'd be great trade bait in the offseason or he'll continue and and which a lot of people expect him to continue um and uh he'll be a great leader um veteran presence um uh in the rotation for some of these young guys that continue to try to um, make names for themselves and, and play very well. Um, but uh, on to the uh, the no hitter that I want to get to. Um, it was the third of four against the Padres. First game, uh, twelve to three, just smoked them. Um, and then they won the second game, three to two. Um, and then the no-hitter, 7 to nothing, And then uh, could not complete the sweep against the Padres. Uh, um, 
and it was uh, eight to two by the Padres, and that was their first game back uh, after his injury of uh, Tatis. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. did did return and he made his presence known and uh, almost like you know enough of this bullcrap. We're winning this game, and and they did so. But uh, like I said, in the middle of that, we have the seven to nothing um, no hitter. Tyler Gilbert, um, he is a one and one on the season. He's uh, he, he's had four appearances, um, all from the bullpen until his first start. Like I said, this is his first start, um, and uh, he uh, the other. I know it says one to one. He is he got a loss uh, in relief, so that's where his loss is. But his first is the one next for the win is is the start. But anyway, um, obviously, offense all Diamondbacks uh, top of the first um, are top of the first bottom of the first uh five runs you know were scored and i believe that gave all the confidence in the world for tyler gilbert he was able to settle down um before he you know even had a chance to get rattled even um and it's not like that if there was a base hit which he didn't give up any um that in that it would have been the winning run or, you know, the winning run wasn't coming up to the plate. Um, so I believe that was very huge, but, uh, you know, all credit to him and everything he's, he, that he's done and accomplished. But, uh, uh, Ketel Marte doubled to, uh, left. Ben Meter scored. Um, later on, Peralta singled to, uh, right. Marte scored and, uh, Paven Smith to third. Now it's two to nothing. Ellis Homer to uh, left and cleared the bases. Um, Paven Smith scored. Peralta scored. Now it's 5-0. That was Drew Ellis's first home run as a uh, major leaguer. Um, and that was kind of the, the talk of the game until the Tyler Gilbert no-hitter. Um, Rojas uh, deep uh, tripled to deep center in the bottom of the fifth. Paven Smith scored at 6-0. And then uh, Van Meter singled to center. Nick Ahmed scored seven nothing in the sixth, um, and uh, that was all they needed for the uh, for the win. Um, the only um, player to have get on base was Tommy Pham, and they were all from Watts. Well, Tommy Pham was also the last out in the ninth inning for uh, Tyler Gilbert to complete his no-hitter. Um, so just some amazing stuff by him. Again, Gilbert, nine innings pitch, no hits, no runs, three walks, five strikeouts. And uh, because that's his first start, he has a 0.0 ERA. Woo! That's what I'm talking about. But, uh, um... They say every um, no-hitter needs a great defensive plays. And the one that really, you know, that everybody was really talking about um, for me was uh, um, 
Drew Ellis. Uh, Drew Ellis is uh, um, um, play at third base. I mean, just a, a hard hit, and and that the Padres had plenty of hard hit balls, and just so a lot of them very unfortunate going straight to um, you know fielders uh, and uh, some double play balls. Um, you know, with Tommy Pham on base to get that first out from some of his walks. And uh, Tyler Gibbard, when he was asked about, you know, some of what had happened, he said, I didn't realize that I was pitching a no-hitter until until the seventh. And he also didn't realize that Tommy Pham was the, was the recipient of the three different walks. He said it was kind of fitting that he was the last out, um, but uh, he, he, once he realized that, he said it kind of ticked him off. Um, that that he, he couldn't believe he walked him three times, but um, nonetheless, it was it was a it was a great uh, great game. Um, just uh, I don't know. I, I I I don't have any words to really describe it. So. With that being said, um, all rights to MLB, the Diamondbacks, and, and ever you know to them, the, I do not own this, but uh, I guess I'll just let them, you know, describe how the no hitter was, what it was like, and and how how it went down. Um, as soon as I can pull it up, I will most certainly do so. Um, and uh, let's see, let's pull it up. Um, let's see, here we go. Appearances all this month, all in relief. His first major league start is right now. And obviously, you're hoping for a really quick one, two, three first inning for Tyler Gilbert. Let him get his feet underneath him out there. He looks very good in his three relief appearances. Ranger one for four with a single last night. Had an RBI triple Thursday. Lowly hit. And neither. Snips into inning 284. Machado is down on strike swinging. So a nice inning for Gilbert. Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Friar. 23rd start of the season, second against the Diamondbacks this year. Really good numbers, consistent numbers for Joe Musgrove. Approaching 130 innings. And the opponent's batting him. Jet sticks out. Only 198 against Joe Musgrove. High drive out to deep right center field. Back goes Myers. And it's off the bottom of the wall. Second is Van Meter. He'll get there standing with a double that begins the bottom of the first inning. Start for the Diamondbacks. Van Meter aboard in scoring position for Cattell Martin. Who's a pitch and that's line. That's a base hit in the left. Down the line. Van Meter will come around third score easily. Marte's in the second with an RBI double. A back-to-back doubles to start for the Diamondbacks. And it's a one-nothing lead. First and third, nobody out as Drupal Cabrera. 3-1. Oh, 
Peralta, who's celebrating a birthday today, is 34. Peralta's got a base hit. David hustling around second. He's headed for third. Marte is home, and it's 2 0 nine to Dennis. against the lefty Tyler Gilbert. Got him. Back to the cutter. Got number two for Tyler Gilbert in his first major league start. Two outs, bases empty in the top of the third inning. Five nothing Diamondbacks. And Joe Musgrove at the plate. Here's a 2-2 and Musgrove strikes out swinging. And the side retired in order. One, two, three, three strikeouts through nine batters face. One out, nobody on David Peralta, left-handed hitter. RBI single and a run scored in the five-run first inning. The bounce over the mound, and they get there. Cronenworth. He is a ball player in half. He's an exceptional defensive player. He makes all the plays. So they don't want to start things here in the fourth for San Diego. Now Frazier, who hit him in that double play in the first. Pick another one of those. Now Frazier's hit for a double play, and that ball was just smoked. And uh, sometimes you got to be a little lucky. Gilbert is yet to allow a hit. Quick outs here. Osmer has rounded out to second.
Chantel Marte. Three outs on three pitches in the eighth. He needs three more. This has been Tyler Gilbert's night. His three career major league appearances all earlier this month, all in relief. This is his first career major league start, and he's three outs away. Trent Grisham, the center fielder, who has grounded out twice, will lead it off in the San Diego night. One and two. That was the call. Uh, I don't know every name there, but I'll give you an idea of some of the names. Uh, people that called. It was I, what I love is what the Diamondbacks do as as far as their recap on stuff like that. Is they have the voices of the television and radio broadcasts of the Diamondbacks, and I think e- either or, if not both, of the opposing team um so the the uh some of the broadcast members of the padres as well but uh that was uh steve perfume uh bob brinley uh for the television broadcast so there's a majority of who you heard was uh and then greg schulte and tom candiotti for the uh radio broadcast again all rights to them um it's nothing that 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 i own uh, to the diamondbacks padres and and the MLB for for the that cut, but it was it was so huge. And, and I said in in my Snapchat, I, I you know snapped the the ending, and I just couldn't believe it. I was so happy. Um, I've uh, witnessed. Uh, I've well, I witnessed. It, I think two uh, two of the three no hitters. There was one by Randy Johnson that I think I missed. I'm, I don't know. I wasn't really big into sports, or you know, at least not baseball at the time for Randy Johnson. Um, but that was against Atlanta, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then there was Edwin Jackson. I think I remember that. Uh, I've seen so many replays of, of different things on it, so I feel like I re- I've seen it, but I may not have. But then I, I obviously I know I've seen Tyler Gilbert as I watched it. Uh, just the other night, and, um, you know, like I said, it, it, I haven't had, as a Diamondbacks fan, a whole lot to cheer for, but of late, like I said, they played play, played good, and, you know, well, it's been a bad season, but those are one of those things that I'll ne- I will never forget as a fan, and uh, um, because how bad they've been, I had, you know, whether there's something else on or whatever, I just haven't been in, as interested in watching Diamondbacks games. I mean, 
Um, that game was dominated by Tyler Gilbert, but if I had played um, sound from other games, there's there's a lot of the opposing fans at this ballpark at this ballpark um, at uh, Chase Field. Um, a lot of uh, fans with uh, season tickets, obviously selling their tickets, you know, uh, to other folks because how bad the team has been and not been going. There, ha- there are fans there, of course. Um, but uh, when the Padres were in town, when when uh, the Giants in town, even the Phillies, uh, there were a lot of uh, Phillies fans, Padres fans, Giants, you know, who you name it, in the ballpark. And... Uh, um, just, uh, just a special night His, you know, you heard, uh, um, Steve Refume talk about, you know, uh, dad in the, in the stands and, you know, mention of him a couple times there. Um, Gilbert, he has a great story. He was, uh, worked his way through the minor leagues, but he was a part of the rule five draft, the second half of the draft with the first half is rookies. Um, and then the second half is, is guys in the in the farm system um or or what have you um and so he was he was a part of that and he was you know drafted by the in the row five draft from the diamondbacks or for the diamondbacks from the dodgers um actually um and he spent some of his time uh last season because of the you know it was there there wasn't uh minor league play working with his dad and his family as an electrician. So, I mean, just last year, he was, you know, had a day job, had a regular job like most of us. And, and then he gets his no-hitter. And then, um, just unbelievable. There are some last uh, stats uh, involving the no-hitter that I was going to uh, share real quick that I retweeted for this purpose and I've been meaning to do um, this, uh, um, this, uh, game, talking about this game for a while, but, um, some of the, uh, tweets that I had, um, retweeted, um, involving the no-hitter is, uh, first one from ESPN Stats and Info. Tyler Gabler is the fourth pitcher in MLB history to throw a no-hitter for his first career start. He joins... Uh, um, Ted Britton Brittenstein in 1891, uh, Bumpus Jones in 1892, and then Bobo Holloman in 1953. All of those before the merger, and then uh, probably the number one guy um, for uh, baseball as far as Ryder. Um, Jeff Passan, I, I retweeted what he had said. He said, Tyler Gilbert is a 27-year-old who, over his previous three seasons, was a relief pitcher. He made his major league debut as a reliever uh, as well, pitching in three games for Arizona this season. The Dimex gave him his first start tonight, and all he did was no-hit the Padres. Um, and then the last thing, uh, or, well... Uh, I got two more. Um, uh, uh, Nick 
uh, Picaro. Uh, he's a, I think he's a writer. I know I've seen him around before, but Dimebacks left-hander Tyler Gibbler has become just the fourth pitcher in baseball history to throw a no-hitter in his first career starts and uh, the first since 1953. Um, and then this, this is the last one by um, ESPN Stats and Info. The Dimebacks had a 0.316 winning percentage, 37 and 80, uh, before Tyler Gibbert's no-hitter. That's the worst win percentage by a team to throw a no-hitter and then at at least 35 games into the season since 1916, uh, since the 1916 Athletics, who were 25 and 91, a .216 win percentage when Bullet Joe Bush did it versus Cleveland. Um, so just some interesting stats there. The, obviously the two by ESPN Stats and Info, um, and then, then Jeff Passan, and then, uh, um, the other, uh, gentleman, again, I, I know I've seen around, but I just, I, I know he's a writer for something, but I can't remember, but just so the history on that, that no hitter was, is just unbelievable to me. And like I said, that, that's kind of what I'm going to leave, leave things with. I, I might do a, another, um, podcast about the Diamondbacks. I don't know. The season will be wrapping up here soon within the next, uh, well, a little over a month, um, there are um, just a couple more games left in in August. Um, a total of, uh, I think there's a total of 29 um, in August that they'll play. Um, they have oh, three against the Rockies, three against the Pirates, so that's six. Four more against the Phillies. Uh, seven, eight, nine, ten. So that's ten, and then two against the Padres to end the month of August. And there's 25 games in September, and then three in October. So, um, like I said, just a couple more months of baseball, but it is winding up. I, I probably will have a couple more episodes, at least one, maybe two, um, if things continue to go in the uh, good direction. But anyway. I hope you enjoyed that as, as much as I did as far as the no-hitter part. Um, again, I must say it again, I have no rights to that. It's just uh, playing that, um, and I love that the Dimebacks do that. So just some sound on that. Um, explaining it a lot better than I did and making it a lot more exciting than I do when I talk about some of these games. But uh, each sport is different as far as stats and things that you can read. Um, and... Uh, uh, baseball, you know, there's just only so much you can read everybody's at bat, but that kind of gets boring. So, um, as you guys notice, I focus on the pitching um, and some of the offense, the the play-by-play -play offense. But that's about it. Um, so, uh, like I said, just a little over six minutes there uh, of a, a recap that, uh, again, I hope you guys enjoyed. But... Um, the next time I podcast, hopefully, I will uh, be joined with Heath, um, and we will be doing our mentioned um, top 10 list of NBA players um, as the uh, season starts up for the NBA here in, here in a couple months in, in, in October. 
Um, and so we'll just kind of be debuting that and the new name that's yet to come. So as always, I appreciate the click. Uh, and, uh, I hope, uh, again, like I said, I know there was a lot there. Um, some bad, some good Dimebacks. It's been a while since I've done anything on, on them, but I wanted to talk about the most recent sweep, the two series that they've won. And then, uh, in the middle of that, the, the no hitter, um, and I'm not sure, just one last bit, um, they haven't had a sweep probably, I think, since April. May and June were the start of the terrible, terrible play. Um, July picked up a little bit, and August has been pretty good so far as well. But uh, um, I think, I want to say since May or, or April, since, since a, uh, a, a team has been swept... Um, and they, they've won uh, two series in a row. So things are looking up. So uh, anyway, signing off. I thank everybody for listening as always. Um, until next time, I appreciate it. Thank you.